Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. This is a special Halloween story. In a big city, all the kids would go to door to door on Halloween. Most houses, they'd get a little tiny bit of candy. Maybe it's an itty bitty chocolate bar, the smallest bag of chips, a bag of Skittles that only had three or four Skittles. And then some houses would give out toothbrushes. But there was always one house that would give out full-size chocolate bars, or full cans of soda pop. At school, the boys and girls would always talk about whether there was a town that only gave out full-size chocolate bars, full-size pops, and enormous bags of chips. In one little school, there was a boy called Timmy. Timmy came to school very excited. He'd recently been at his grandparents' house and while out exploring the woods had found a map. This was not your ordinary treasure map. It was a map of the best houses to get candy all around. Timmy looked at the map. Most of the houses had an X on them. It showed many cities and towns. The map was as big as a bed if you spread it out. As Timmy looked, he noticed there was one little town. It only had about 300 houses in this town, but every single house had a check mark. Timmy took a red pen and circled that town. It was called Belleville. He didn't know what Belleville meant, but he liked the sound of this town. He took his map to school when he went back to school from his grandparents' house and showed his friends. Everyone crowded around looking at the map and looking at this mysterious town called Belleville. Soon more and more kids came by him. Eventually the crowd was so deep, the people at the outside couldn't even see the map. They were just murmuring. What's this all about? What is he showing? Is this cool? Is this naughty? Should I get a teacher? Is he gonna go to the principal's office? Just then someone yelled, Belleville, I know what that means. They looked over. There was a little French-Canadian boy. Belleville means pretty town. And if you ask me, it looks pretty good if every house gives out full-size candy bars. Timmy looked at him. Are you Claude, the new French kid? Yes, I am. I've only been in the school for a couple of weeks. Timmy was very happy. It's excellent you're here. Everybody, I think we need to convince our parents to go to Belleville for trick-or-treating this year. 
all the kids cheered. This was a wonderful idea. The bell rang and the kids walked back to class. Each of them envisioning pillowcases full of full-size candy bars. A few of the kids were already considering the logistics of so many full-size candy bars, soda pops, and bags of chips. They were wondering if they should bring a wheelbarrow. Maybe they should get their older brother or sister to come with them to drive a car so they could fill it up. And quite a few had already thought about other ways to deal with this enormous haul of candy they would get from Belleville. For the rest of the week, Timmy asked his parents, can I please go trick-or-treating in Belleville? It looks incredible. His parents did not know what's happening. Belleville's almost an hour away. What's your fascination with Belleville? Do you have a girlfriend in Belleville or something? Timmy's mother said. Timmy was very embarrassed at the mention of a girlfriend and went all red. His parents thought that's what it meant. They'd crack the case. They smiled at each other. Well, Timmy, if you've got a girlfriend, I guess we'll go trick-or-treating in Belleville. And his dad gave him a wink. Timmy started to protest. I don't have a... And then he realized his parents would take him to Belleville. The most incredible haul of candy awaited him. He was not going to burst his parents' bubble. At school, as the days came up to Halloween, the rest of the kids were also eager to go to Belleville. And he talked to his friends and classmates. None of them had convinced their parents to go to Belleville. Except for the new French kid, Claude. Yes, Timmy. I have uh, uh, told my parents I'm going to go trick-or-treating in Belleville. Uh, they were very excited. They did not know there were French-speaking people so close. Timmy looked at him. Is it a French-speaking city? Oh, I do not know, said Claude. Nor do my parents. <laughs> they think it's French-speaking. That's enough for them. There's only one problem, said Claude. Oh no, said Timmy. What's the problem? They cannot drive me. Do you think your parents can drive? Oh yeah, I'm sure they can. Timmy ran home that day and asked if his new friend Claude could come. His parents were happy to bring Claude along. They liked that he had a friend who was from a different place and spoke a different language. It'll be fun, said Timmy's dad. Does Claude have a girlfriend there as well? No, said Timmy, and went red. Timmy's dad smiled. Just as I thought. Another set of lovebirds. Halloween came, and it was after school. Timmy was trying to figure out what costume to wear. He wanted to dress as an enormous dinosaur. It was the best costume in his entire school. Everyone knew that. There was one problem. It was enormous and he couldn't move very fast. It was also very heavy. He needed something light, something that wouldn't weigh him down and something that would allow him to maximize the amount of candy he could take. He decided to make up a new character 
It was a cross between an army man and a ninja. The army man because he wanted to wear cargo pants with lots of pockets to stuff soda pops and potato chips and chocolate bars into all the pockets on his pants. A ninja so he had a loose fitting top so he could move his arms to run fast. Could reach into his candy bag to get candy out. And he had a sword to protect himself from any bad guys who tried to steal his candy. The sword wasn't real. It was a plastic sword. What kind of eight-year-old has a real sword? Finally, he ate a quick dinner and got in the car. He was surprised to see that Claude only lived three streets away. Claude could become a really good friend. They arrived in Claude's house. Out came the most enormous snowman Timmy had ever seen. What are you doing? yelled Timmy. Claude looked. I am Bonhomme Carnival, the most famous snowman in all of Quebec. Timmy looked at him. Claude was now about five feet wide and eight feet tall. You won't even be able to fit in the car. We'll only get to six houses with that costume. Claude looked. All of a sudden he realized. Oh no, said Claude. I have made a terrible mistake. I must find a better costume. Claude ran back inside. Well, Timmy thought to himself, if Claude had worn that costume to school, I think that might have been better than my dinosaur costume. This Claude's a pretty cool kid. Claude came out a few seconds later. He was dressed as Luke Skywalker. The costume was light. It was loose fitting and it came with a lightsaber. No, not a real lightsaber, a plastic lightsaber, but still useful to defend against bad kids trying to steal candy or pigeons who are trying to get into your candy bag and steal your chocolate bars. Perfect, said Timmy. Get in, let's go. They drove over 45 minutes to Belleville. Along the way, Timmy's dad kept playing love songs on the radio. Every time a love song would come on, Timmy's dad would smile and say, another love song, boys. Huh? 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 Claude would look at Timmy's dad like he was insane. Well, Timmy would go bright red. Timmy's dad was certain this was going to be the boy's first date with girls in a different town. Finally, they got to Belleville and Timmy brought out the map of the town with all the check marks. He looked at his dad and said, Dad, can you stay here or are you going to follow us in the car? Timmy's dad looked and said, well, I'll come to each street and I'll drive down the street a little bit behind you guys. So when you meet your girlfriends, you won't have your old dad there. Okay, said Timmy. Girlfriends, said Claude, very confused. They got out and they went trick-or-treating. They were surprised. There were very few kids on the streets, although every house had enormous pumpkins carved into jack-o'-lanterns. What was weird is it wasn't just pumpkins. There were squash, gourds, zucchinis. They saw an aubergine that had been carved into some weird sort of pumpkin. Heck, little mandarin oranges were carved into pumpkins, though they didn't look very good. Timmy was certain one house had had tomatoes, rutabagas, rhubarb, bananas, apples. It was like a whole supermarket fruit area carved into little jack-o'-lanterns. He said to Claude, 
Well, this sure is a strange place. All these houses with all these weird fruits and vegetables carved into jack-o'-lanterns. And there's very few people here. Something's a bit strange. Claude looked at Timmy. Timmy, let's go get our candy. Timmy looked at him. You better believe it, Claude. Timmy and Claude ran up to the first house. It was a little bit dark with only jack-o'-lanterns providing light. They yelled out, trick or treat. And soon an old man and an old woman came to the door. Oh, look at you. You're something and you're something else. The old people had never seen Star Wars and were very confused by Timmy's costume, which was half army man, half ninja. Well, here you go, Gladys, get them a treat. Gladys went to the back and came out with what looked like two enormous chocolate bars. These were bigger than normal chocolate bars and dropped them in the candy bags. Timmy and Claude looked at each other and they had the biggest smiles ever. This was a great start to trick-or-treating. They went to the next house and it was a young family. The kids did not look happy. They weren't even dressed up for Halloween. But the mom came and gave another huge candy bar. The house after that, they got a really enormous bag of chips. Even better, it seemed super full because when it hit the bottom of their bag, it was heavy. A house later, soda pop. Soon they had to flag down their dad. They literally could not lift their candy bags off the ground. They dragged them to the car and dumped them into the back. Luckily, they'd brought a couple of boxes so they could keep their candy separate. The night went on like that. They'd get about 20 houses and their bags would be so full of chips, jellies, candy bars and soda pops, they'd flag their dad down and dump their candy. After a couple hours, their dad said, Where are your uh, girlfriends, guys? Timmy said, Dad, I told you. We don't have girlfriends. Timmy's dad was very upset. But I thought you were embarrassed to talk about them. I wouldn't have come here if it wasn't for girlfriends. But I told you, dad. I was, I didn't lie. Timmy's dad smiled. You're right. You were honest. I can't be upset at you. After another 30 minutes, it was getting to be too late to go trick-or-treating. They got in the car. Timmy's dad said, all right, you boys. Grab three or four treats each. We've got a long drive back. You guys have worked so hard. Timmy and Claude were covered in sweat. They had never worked as hard. They were running from house to house, lugging enormous sacks of candy. They each chose different candy bars or chips. They had the biggest grins as they sat in the back of the car. Timmy opened his first candy bar. As he peeled back the wrapper, it was his favorite type. But when it opened, it looked different. Hey dad, what kind of candy bar is this? His dad looked back, slammed on the brakes, pulled over to the side of the road. Someone's messed with that candy bar. That's not a chocolate bar, that's a carrot in a chocolate bar wrapper. Timmy's like, oh, one of those parents was very scampy. Then Claude opened one of his candy bars. What's this? Two slices of celery? Timmy's dad said, all right, kids. Some, some adults here have been putting strange things in the candy. I'm gonna open and check your candy before. 
He then opened a bag of Timmy's chips. It was slices of zucchini. He opened another bag, shredded carrots. Opened another bag. It was half an aubergine. Opened another one, bok choy. Soon they went to the back and opened every single candy bar. Everyone was a type of vegetable. Timmy and Claude were screaming, no, no, no. Tears were running down their faces. They realized not only had they not gotten candy bars and big bags of chips, they hadn't gotten candy at all. They got back into their car crying. Timmy's dad felt so bad as he pulled out of Belleville. A few minutes down the road, there was a convenience store. They pulled in and he noticed there were lots of other parents there. When he got to the front, he had three or four candy bars and a bag of chips. The guy working at the desk said, first time trick-or-treating in Belleville, huh? Timmy's dad said, yes. Yeah, so everyone in Belleville is a dentist. They like to play a trank every year. They give out vegetables. <laughs> Best night of my life because all the parents who drive from all around have to come and buy candy at my shop. And those four chocolate bars and bag of chips will be $27. What? said Timmy's dad. These are like $6 worth of food. I'm gonna guess you've got some very unhappy trick-or-treaters in the back. You're gonna pay the $27. Sure enough, Timmy's dad did. He went back to the car and told the boys. It turned out that map had been a plant. All the dentists had dropped maps all around the surrounding area so that kids would come and eat vegetables instead of candy. The boys got to school the next day and told their friends. Everyone was amazed they had done it, but they felt bad. So the day after, everyone shared their candy with Timmy and Claude, and they never went to Belleville again. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.